Amen. Are you ready to listen something special from God to your heart? <clears throat> Forget me, okay? <laughs> it's not Paulo now. But I believe that, strong believe that the Holy Spirit will talk to you as he talked to me before. Amen? Amen. Are you good to answer some questions when people ask you something? Yeah? <laughs> Today we have a question. And we realize that the disciples of Jesus Christ, they had a big question between us, between them. And there is a story in the Bible who shows us that Jesus, once he calmed the storm, Jesus and his disciples, they left the crown and they got a boat to go to another place, the Bible says. But a furious storms came up. I think you know the story. The wave broke over the boat so that it was nearly swapped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. <laughs> and the disciples woke him and said, Jesus, teacher, don't you care if we draw? So Jesus got up. <laughs> he rebuked the wind and said to waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died out, and it was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? <clears throat> Do you still have no faith? <coughs> Sorry. I think you know this story, yes? <coughs> But I want to make you think about this last verse. And I'd like to read with you now. Mark chapter 4, verse 41. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> The disciples were terrified, and they asked each other, Who is this? Wow. They looked to each other and said, Who is this man? <laughs> Who is Jesus? Even the, even the wind and waves obey him. Who is this? This is the question today that I'd like to try to answer with you. Many people... Today in the world, they spend hours and hours studying about useless things. People watch hours of moves that don't add anything to their lives. They waste money trying to understand more about business, built, fashion clothes. But today I have a different and real topic to talk to you about. Today I want to help you to acknowledge the Lord. The Lord. Acknowledge the Lord. So let's learn about Jesus. Who is He? Who is Jesus? We need to understand more about Him. Today I want to talk about the one who deserves all glory. Amen? I want to talk to you about the one who is worthy to receive all praise and worship. And His name is Jesus Christ. Since the beginning of this meeting, we are singing. Jesus, you are the center. <laughs> you are holy. <laughs> Thank you for your amazing grace. You are the king of kings. You are the one who was slain. You are the one who conquered the grave. And the message today is, who is Jesus? Can you ask this question now? Who is Jesus? Do you know who is Jesus? <laughs> I could come here now and speak to you about prosperity. 
faith, love, or even miracles, signs, wonders. But if I don't speak about the one who makes everything happen, it's not worthy. And maybe you've heard about Jesus before, but you don't know him. You come to church, but you don't know much about Jesus Christ. And we need to understand him now. And we have to get the real zone, the real reason why Jesus came on earth and died for us at the cross. So today, be ready to learn more from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen? Amen. The question is, who is this? Who is Jesus? And we read in John chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, verse 12, and verse 14. Says, John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Complicated. Complicated. <laughs> he was with God in the beginning, and through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father Full of grace and truth. Amen. To hear. The Apostle John started to write his gospel. Yes, his book. Speaking about the beginning of the creation. And he tells us some real important things here. He says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John, he's talking about Jesus Christ to his readers, me and you. He says, in another words, in the beginning, Jesus was there. The beginning of all creation. Jesus was there. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. He describes Jesus as the Word of God. And why? <laughs> why he describes Jesus as the word, speech of God. I can try to answer you. <laughs> Just with some simple examples. When someone comes to you and says, I care about you. If they only say it and do nothing, then you think it was just words. <laughs> just words. No action of care. Yes? If I come to Lillian, my wife, and I say, honey, I love you. Okay, that's fine. But if I tell her, honey, I love you. Here is my credit card. Go and spend whatever you want. <laughs> Buy whatever you want, yes? Your budget is 10 euros. <laughs> my limit in my cash, yeah? But if I express my love to her, I told her, I love you. Here, I want to serve you. Of course, it's a joke. But I can come to her and say, Honey, I love you. I want to serve you. I'll do your breakfast today, in the morning. <laughs> I will prepare the lunch. 
Yes, I will take care of the kids. Today, take your time. Just relax. Enjoy. I'm showing my love for her. Isn't it? So here we have a lesson about Jesus Christ. You can understand now. Jesus is the incarnation of the Word of God. Jesus is the Word of God telling us, I love you. I love you, all mankind. <laughs> and we can see it in the Bible in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19, that says, This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. In other words, God sent Jesus as His word to tell us, I love you. <laughs> when He got His only Son and says, you go down, you live as a man, you suffer His debts, you will pay his, their, their price, he was showing his love, God's love for me and for you. And how did it happen? God knows that word without action are not enough for us. Words without actions are not enough for us to feel his love because we are human beings. And we need to understand, see God's love. So Jesus came as the word of God, and he showed us a great act of love. What is that act? We can read in John, 1 John chapter 4 and 10. This is love. Not that we loved God, no. But that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Another verse, John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So we got a lesson about who is Jesus. Jesus is the expression of God's love. Many people, they try to feel God. Yes? They say, if I see God face to face, <laughs> if He comes down here right now, if He sends an angel now, I will see and say, yes, I believe. I know that He loves me. But He did it 2,000 years ago. He sent His only Son Jesus Christ, as an expression of His love for us. Now we understand God's word. He says, I love you, and I show my love for you. I sent my only son to die for you on the cross, to pay your debts, to pay for your sins, to give forgiveness and salvation, and set you free from all condemnation. The word of God, when he was here on earth, Jesus Christ, he showed God's love. And we know that words without action are not enough. This is another lesson. <laughs> you can tell to your kids that you love them. But if you don't act as a lover, 
someone that really love and care for your kids. Sorry, it's just words. You can tell to your wife that you are loving her. But if you don't serve her, if you don't listen to her, if you don't hug her every day, kiss her every day, show his love for, for her, it's just words. And words without actions are not worthy. Think about your life now. How many words are you spending, speaking to others? But in fact, how many things are you doing to show your real love for them? And you can say, but Paulo, I buy the groceries for my kids. <laughs> I pay for rent. Yes, I, I had a hard work. I give the provision. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> it's your duty. <laughs> it's your duty. You have to. No one will clap for you <laughs> for that. <laughs> it's your duty. You need to do that if you're a father. You need to do that if you're a mom. Yeah? But I, 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 tell, I tell to my mom every day that I love her. It's your duty as well. But how are you showing your love for your family? You can say that you love this church. I love Shalom Church. <laughs> I love to be here. Yes, I love to be with my friends. Yeah, what are you doing for this church? Because words without action is not worth it. We need to think about that. Maybe stop to say some words and start to do something for people that you love, for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. And in this text in John chapter 1, verse 3, we read, through Jesus, or through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. <laughs> Jesus made everything. In the beginning, he was with God. He was God. And through him, all things were created, were made. Jesus, is, Jesus he is in the beginning and he is in the end of all things. Even the Bible. If you are a Bible reader, if you know the Bible, the story, you go to Genesis, you see Jesus Christ in the first chapter. And if you go to Revelation, the last chapter, you're going to find him there. <laughs> Beginning and end. Even in our lives, when we are born, <laughs> we come to this world, we have the first breath, the breath of God. Jesus Christ. And at the end of our lives, we're going to face Him. Face to face. Jesus, He is in all mankind, working. And He is the, crea the creator of all things. And look at John chapter 15, verse 5, that says, Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And look now. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So Jesus was in the beginning. He will be in the end. Jesus is in the beginning of our life. He will be in the end of our life. But during our life, we need him to do something good. He said, apart from me, you can do nothing. Why are you trying to work alone? 
Why are you trying to resolve, to solve some things in your life alone? I don't need help. I can do by myself. No, you cannot. You need Jesus because apart from him, you can do nothing. Nothing. You need Jesus to do everything. Even the, the moment that you wake up, when you go to school or to your job, until you lay down again in your bed, you need Jesus Christ. He is everything. And John, he knew it. So he registered seven times Jesus saying that he is important to us. That is something good for us. He registered. He wrote seven times as Jesus said, I am, I am, I am. And I'd like to show you right now what Jesus said, who he is. Remember the disciples' questions. Who is this? Who is Jesus? And I'd like to tell you now, if you have a paper, you can note the seven times that Jesus said, I am. Amen? The first time, <clears throat> Jesus said, Jesus is the bread of life. The first I am. John chapter 6, verse 35. All in the book of John. John chapter 6, verse 35. Yes. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirst. Hallelujah. I am the bread of life. Jesus spoke these words after a quiet night alone in the wilderness. Because he fled to the wilderness after the miracle of feeding 5,000 people. Remember, only men, yes? With just five, five loaves and two fish. And the people, they were speaking to Jesus. Jesus, we need more. <laughs> yes, you gave us bread. You gave us fish. But now we need more. Remember Moses. <laughs> he prayed. And God sent manna for everybody. And what Jesus said to them? Eh, but everyone who ate manna, they died. <laughs> Hard word. Everyone who ate the manna in the desert died. But I am the bread of life. Hallelujah. Whoever comes to me and eats from me will never get hungry again. Whoever comes to me and drinks from me will never thirst again. I am the bread of life. And I ask you, what type of bread are you feeding your soul. <laughs> Sometimes we are asking for manna. <laughs> Just for today, Jesus. <laughs> and some smart boys try to hide some manna, yeah, in the tent. <laughs> I'll leave for tomorrow, yes. <laughs> I'll save here. What type of bread are you eating? Or are you trying to feed your soul? Jesus is the bread of life. Come to him today and eat from Jesus Christ. Eat the bread that comes from heaven and you never got hungry again. Your soul will never got hungry. Amen. Again. Amen. Second, I am that Jesus said. Who is this? Jesus is the light of the world. John chapter 8, 
12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Hallelujah. He is the light of the world. Those who are walking in darkness, Jesus went there and brought them to the light again. And in the light you can see everything. Pay attention. In the light you can see everything. And what situation are you blind in your life? Probably Jesus is not there. What, which area of your life are you blind? Is in darkness. If I ask you something, you say, I don't know. If I ask you your future about tomorrow, some plan for you, what are you going to do for your family? You have a problem, you need to solve this problem. And I ask you and tell me, I don't know. Jesus is not there. Because he is light. And he brings light into the darkness. Amen. So I ask you, bring Jesus Christ to all areas of your life. Because he is the light of the world. Amen? Amen. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. And the third, Jesus is the door. He said, I am the door. John chapter 10, verse 9 says, I am the gate, Jesus said. Whoever ain't through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. Hallelujah. Jesus, he said, I am the door of salvation. There is no other way to be saved. Only through Jesus Christ. And I can guarantee you, my brother and my sister, it will not be your kindness that will save you. No, sorry. It will not be your mercy for others that will save you. Mm -mm. It's not about the expression of your love to your neighbors or your family that will save you. It will not be your obedience that will save you. But only through Jesus Christ. Because He is the door to salvation. He is the gate of salvation. And I ask you, have you entered through this gate yet? If not, go to Jesus today, because he is the door of salvation. Amen? Amen. The next, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. John chapter 10, verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Hallelujah. It's a big love, a great love from Jesus Christ for us. <laughs> Jesus is the door and so much more. He is the good shepherd. The one whose voice the sheep know and trust. The shepherd will protect and save his sheep at any cost. And it reminds me. The song that we sing about the reckless love of God. Yes, because he is the good shepherd. Can you try to sing now that part of, of the overwhelmed? Yes, do you know the, the lyrics? 
So help him, because I don't know. <laughs> Let's try to sing the love of God. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Look. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 999. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still you self away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Hallelujah, the precious love of God. He is the good shepherd. He leaves 99 sheep only to try to find one. And maybe you are this one today. <laughs> he's leaving 99 behind and he's going pursuing you. And this is the reason you are here today. Amen. To listen that you are special. <laughs> that you are a sheep. And you have a shepherd. And you have one that who cares about you? The one that leaves 99 behind. And he says, I go and I will find you. <laughs> I will. And I will bring you back on my shoulders to protect you, to give you rest. Good shepherd. Jesus is the good shepherd. Listen his voice today because the sheep know the voice of the good shepherd. Amen? The next one, Jesus said... <clears throat> I am the resurrection and the life. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. The Bible says, John chapter 11, verse 25. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. Wow, what amazing word from Jesus Christ. Jesus is spoken that when Lazarus was dead and his sisters Mary and Martha were asking Jesus if he could rise Lazarus from the death again. And Jesus said to them, I am the resurrection and the life. And Jesus can raise you up again. <laughs> if you are stuck in some situation, he can set you free. If your dreams are dead, Jesus can bring life to you again. If you are frustrated and hopeless about something, he is the life. He said, I am the life, the resurrection. He can give hope to you again. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Are you alive? And spiritually, your soul, is your soul alive today? <laughs> if it's dead, no problem. <laughs> Jesus said, I am in the resurrection. <laughs> and it will live again, even though they die. <laughs> God can resurrect you again. Resurrect your faith again. Resurrect your hope again. Resurrect your family again. Resurrect, resurrect your plan again. Your future. Your expectation. Your heart. Jesus can do it because he is the resurrection and the life. There is no escape for you. <laughs> No exit. You can try to give all excuses, but it's not work for me. No, even for the dead. <laughs> even for the dead, Jesus can do. Amen? Amen? I am the resurrection 
and the life. Next one, Jesus said, Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. John chapter 14, verse 6, you know, yes, this word. <laughs> Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. There is only one way who leads you to heaven. It's not Shalom Church. It's not Presbyterian Church. It's not a pastor or a priest. It's not a prophet. But it's Jesus Christ. Only one way. And in the word, many people say, every path guides you to heaven. Yes? What is important? Ah, it's important to be kind, good, not to lie, yes? To obey my parents, not to kill anyone, and you go to heaven. But I can tell you, it's a lie. It's a lie. There is only one way to go to heaven, and this way is Jesus Christ. So don't waste your time trying to do something to go to heaven. You cannot go <laughs> unless you have Jesus Christ in your life. Amen? He is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. He is the way. There is a path to walk. Then walk through His path. He is the truth. So the truth can set you free today from this evil world. And Jesus is the life. He can give you eternal life. So Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life he is God, and He is our only source of salvation. And one more, Jesus said, I am the vine. Jesus is the vine. John chapter 15, verse 5, that we read before. I am the vine. You, church, are the branches. If you remain me and I in you, you bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus, he makes clear here that he says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you want to produce some fruit, if you want to produce something good, if you want to live a good life, if you want to go to heaven, if you want forgiveness for your sins, if you want salvation, if you want mercy, you need to be connected to me. He is the vine. We are the branches. And we need to be plugged, connected to Jesus Christ. So today, we are trying to answer the disciples' question. Who is this? Who is this man? Who is Jesus Christ? When the world tries to ask you about our Messiah to ask about our Savior, Jesus Christ, you can answer them now, because now you know the answer. <laughs> you know, we can answer certainly. When they ask to you, who is this? You can say, Jesus is the author of life. He's the Word of God. He's the creator of the Word. He's the expression of God's love. He is love. If they ask, who is this? You can say to them, he's the bread of life. <laughs> Whoever eats from him will never go hungry again. Whoever drinks from him, you never get thirst. Amen. 
Who is this? He's the light of the world. He's the door of salvation. He's the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Who is this? He is the resurrection and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the vine, and without him, we can do nothing. Who is this? He is the Lamb of God, who was his land, and he is alive forever. He conquered the grave. Amen. Who is this? He is the one who walked in the earth, healing people. The blind people got their sight back again. The deaf could heard. The mute sang again. The dead went back to life because of his great power. Who is this? He's the one who poured out his blood for us on the cross to save us from our condemnation. He rescued us and paid the price for our sins. Who is this? He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. <laughs> he died for us on the cross. He was put in a tomb. But on the third day, He resurrected again. He rose from the grave in a victor's way. Who is this? He is the one who ascended to heaven. He is seated on the throne. He is interceding for us right now. He is our advocate, our lover before God. He is the one who leads the church. The one who pours out the Holy Spirit onto us. Who is this? He is the owner of this church. The one who will come back to take us to heaven again. He is coming back. He's the king of our lives. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of gods. Amen. Jesus Christ, to him we give all the glory, honor, and praise forever and ever. Amen. Who is this? Jesus Christ, my Savior, my King, my Redeemer, my Rescuer. We love you, Jesus Christ. We love you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Now you know the answer. <laughs> now you have all the answer written there. <laughs> you can tell, spread this word. Share this word, this announcement for the whole world. That the Messiah came as a boy. The King of Kings came as a boy, a boy on this earth. <laughs> he lived here as a perfect man. No sin. He went to the crucifixion, and there he paid for our sins, he forgiven us, he gave us mercy, he redeemed us again, and today we have the guarantee that we are going to heaven, amen, Jesus Christ is our Lord forever and forever, hallelujah, hallelujah, Father we give all glory to you, thank you for the expression of your love, Thank you because you spoke, you told us, I love you, but it was not enough. So you sent your only son as the word of God to show us that you love, that you care about us. Thank you for Jesus Christ because he was God, but he became, he emptied himself. He came, he, he came as a man, a simple man, and he died for us on the cross. He obeyed you until the end. And today, every knee should bow down. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. For your glory, Lord Father. So we give thanks to you because you saved us. 
Thank you, Jesus Christ. You are the bread of life. We want to eat from you today. We want to drink from you today. Sometimes our soul are thirst because we are trying to find, feed, to try to feed our soul with the things of this world, Father. But we need to eat from you because you are the bread of life. Help us to enter to, for, for the door of salvation, through the door of salvation. Help us to look to you and walk in your way, to have your truth, to have your life among us. Help us to listen to your voice, good shepherd. Help us to listen to it, it, to be guided by you in this world. Help us to be a cup of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray and we give all glory to you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. hallelujah, amen.